just curious. Have you ever gotten your feelings hurt by someone's words or actions? Of course you have, which is why today is so important for you. Whenever you experience things like character assassinations, threats of abandonment, threats of exile, invalidations, and preaching, there's actually something you can do in the moment to help you not take it so personally. That's what we've got going on today for you right here on Smalley Marriage Radio. I am Michael Smalley along with Amy Smalley. And we are also Facebook Living. Woohoo! I wonder, am I saying that right? What do you mean? Is Facebook, it Facebook Living? Living? I don't Can know. I make that into an action thing? We are also Facebook Live. We are also currently streaming on Facebook with our one viewer still, Pete, who <laughs> is a good dude. <laughs> so, all right. Today is a big day because, yeah. you know, I'm calling this one the art of freedom from hurt. Mm-hmm. So everybody gets hurt. Yes. So everybody. And it's going to continue to happen. Yeah. And, and so everyone needs to hear this. But. I also have, because, you know, we do a distraction of the day at the end of this podcast. All right. I'll reveal the truth. Okay. But, you know, here it is. Okay. So, my love, what's, I cannot wait for this one. What's the most obnoxious thing a mother-in-law could do regarding hosting a family Christmas meal? And I'm telling you right now, I honestly don't know what your reaction will be to this weird distraction of the day, which honestly totally makes me feel nervous because it feels like I should know what your thoughts would be on this one hmm. if I was a better husband, I guess I would. What? Know. Okay. So I will say the distractions of the day have kind of, yeah, they've been a little lacking. So let's see what this one is. Well, how, how did the, this get judgmental? The cricket one was kind of like that was awesome. I'm just going to let you know. So describe uh, this one. You're basically inviting me in to criticize your yeah. mother. And we live with, I mean, we live with her. She lives. I know. She's right downstairs right now. Oh, but, I hope that she wouldn't do this obnoxious thing. Uh, like maybe. I don't know. Like I don't think so. turning out the lights and telling everybody she's uh, going to bed. Oh, no. <laughs> she just, Wow. All right, we're gonna have a fun Christmas season. <laughs> oh, she knows I love her dearly. All right, we here's the honoring news of the day. Honoring news of the day. So we love saying that. Hey, people, there are good things happening in the yes, world. Yes, there are. It's not all bad. And this one comes from GoodNewsNetwork.org. And actually, it's kind of interesting. It's good news in history for December fourth. So, like, what cool things have happened throughout history on December 4th? Ah. Do you know what happened 103 years ago today? (laughs) No, I do not. Henry Ford launched a peace ship during World War I. Oh. I did not know this. Sailing toward Europe, Uh and his goal was to get, and this is a quote from Ford, to get the boys out of the trenches by Christmas. So, you know, World War I is insane. So much death. And Ford, like, one of the richest guys in the world yeah. is trying to get the boys home. So Ford chartered the ocean liner Oscar II and invited. Now, this is what's crazy about this good news, though. He invited prominent peace activists to join him, hmm. hoping to create enough publicity to prompt the belligerent nations to convene a peace conference and mediate an end to the Great War. Right? Okay. So an outbreak of influenza no. happens on the ship. Uh-oh. The press is mocking the ship. Oh, no. And then, with all these peace activists infighting 
among the activists. No, among the oh, peacekeepers? Yeah. yeah. The peacekeepers weren't being very peaceful? It led the auto manufacturer to abandon <gasps> the mission once it reached Norway. But uh, it forever cemented Ford's reputation as a supporter of underdog causes. <laughs> so that's good news. Like, Ford was a sort good guy. Of, yeah. But it just struck me that a bunch of peace activists got into infighting. Like, what the? What yeah, is that's wrong with kind you? of weird. That actually happened in 1915. You know what? That's what I'm telling you. All ideas are not always going to work. But they are going to lead to maybe something else. And it did bring attention to peace. There so you go. Ford asserted that the peace ship's expedition was successful on the grounds that it stimulated discussions about peace. That's there good. you go. And the press, upon his return, mostly agreed. The New York Herald asserted that we need more Fords, more peace talks, yes. and less indifference to the greatest crime in the history of the world. There you go. I don't know. All right, folks, don't forget... You can book us for a date night, That's, yes, a comedy show, or even a whole weekender, Friday night, Saturday, and I'll even stay and preach. There you go. Give a message. Give a message. A message. Yes, I like messages better than preachers because actually, we just talked about that. People sometimes don't. You know, I, I grew up with the word preach, but then I totally got it when. I heard something, and when, even on this one, when we feel preached at, that means honestly like somebody is on high and they're talking down to you versus someone sharing something, sharing a message, is more like a testimony yeah. uh, or, okay, this is what I've learned. I actually wanted to share this because this was so cute. Sam Gore, one of yes. our dear friends, put posted this because, you know, yeah, we, 41 just pa passed, right? You know? You know? I don't know. Oh, H.W. Bush? Oh. They call him 41, well, I, President 41? Yes. Okay. I am aware of that. Okay. But he posted this really awesome thing that his, there's a Labrador service dog that's literally at oh, his casket that is, has followed the casket everywhere. It's been his service oh, dog. Oh, we love service dogs. That's so awesome. It's a great That was photo. so cool. And since I, I was dishonoring. booking us for a, an event, but. It, it doesn't. It has nothing to do with it. has to do with honoring things, though, right? Yes. Uh, okay, and speaking of, okay, so I was a little dishonoring of, of um, Grammy. You I want to be honoring oh. because, you know what? Sometimes moms and mother-in-laws, they're right, and you yeah. need to be able to admit oh, yeah. when they're right. You did this she morning. I'm impressed. She totally called it. I was, you know, we're going to host this big party, and she was like, those plates are too small. I was like, you're right. Because you have some big, heavy meat that's going to have uh, yes, to fit on those plates. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was the most awkwardly worded well, thing I mean, ever. But <laughs> yeah, I do, baby. Mic drop. Boom. Yeah, we are ribs and all, all their guys. <laughs> yeah. Keep going, you little perv. <laughs> that was awesome. The stuff that's going to go on this plate yeah. is going to be. How do you say that nicely? Like I don't that, know. I love how you said Michael it. Michael can make anything, anything sound. Dirty. I really yeah, can. Yeah, not. But go yeah. to smallinstitute.com. Yeah. Click on host <laughs> Michael's, event. Michael's so getting us back on track. And, okay, the resource we're, we're pushing right now, people, and it's a big one, and it's like ridiculously affordable. It's our online experience, Transform Your Marriage in 31 Days. It's only $31. And basically what we've tried to do is to take the guesswork out of what, you know, quote unquote, can help 
and created an online experience where we drip, like slowly drip to you every week for 31 days, our most important education, and then devotions, and then date night inspiration. So you get three of those every single week for 31 days, and then on the 32nd day? Yes. Mega surprise. Mega surprise. Oh, it's oh, big. So You're going to be like, no way did this cost $31. Okay, so all they have to do is go to smalleyinstitute.com. Yep, That's and it. you'll see Transform you'll see Your it. Marriage in 31 days. All right, okay. Do it. Because we're here it. to help. Start it today. Build a better relationship. Amen. Let's do it. Hey, and leave a review hey, for the podcast. That's it right. helps. Five stars only. No more mean reviews. I've only seen one ever, but and I still haven't shown it to you. But you yeah, can do that, but just go ahead and give us five stars anyways. <laughs> it's not like you're paying for it. And if you want to get your voice on this worldwide podcast, give our hotline a call where you can leave us a voicemail at 903-392-0975. And give us a question, or you can leave a review, or, hey, I'll make a challenge. If you can make fun of me, make fun of me, and if I laugh, I'm yeah. going to give you, like, I will send you our Pursue Oneness book signed with a really inappropriate thing. Funny you know. thing. Yeah. All right. So okay. if you can call that voicemail hotline, 903-392-0975. And if you can make me laugh by making fun of me, now don't don't make me cry. Not cruel. Yeah, don't make me cry, because that would be mean. But yeah, I will send you a book for free, signed with a weird thank you note. All right. On the book. All right. All right. So getting to the art of freedom from hurt. So it was an article I ran across by John Amadeo. Amadeo, Amadeo, Amadeo. Amadeo, Amadeo. And it's called The Art of Not Taking Things So Personally, Responding, Responding versus oh, Reacting. Oh, yeah, that's huge. Okay, <laughs> highlight it. Say it again. Responding oh, you didn't versus let me say what? It the first time. I'm sorry. All right. Because it's so it. huge. Responding versus reacting when someone is upset with you. Yep. Or when you get upset with someone else, too. Yeah. Wow, that's huge. That The idea of taking your thoughts captive totally comes to my mind. We're supposed to do that as Christ followers. But yes. when we do that, we're able to respond appropriately versus just reacting. Yeah. I mean, again, it's that word that I love, intentional. Yes. I even came up with an intentional thing today for the first time ever. He did. I walked in, gave you a passionate kiss right on the <laughs> lips, and then made fun of your outfit. <laughs> I did. Which that's, you know. Yeah. And, but I thought, you know, how can we be intentional today? I was just sitting there watching Monday mm. Night Football. And on Tuesday morning. I know, on Tuesday morning. Because he goes to sleep. I, I do, because I wake up so, so early. So early, yeah. That's but okay. I said, hey, I think we should try to do one little self-care thing today because we have that big party tonight. And that was a pretty good idea. It so was. So it's about being intentional, people. Author, okay, so how do you respond when someone says or does something hurtful, right? Mm -hmm. And that got me thinking, well, kind of what are the hurtful things that we can do? And I found a really good list of six things that Randy Gunther, Gunther. Gunther. You have to say it like a German. Gunther. <laughs> Hostile remarks, right? So hurtful things that you can say to people. She puts them into six categories. 
character assassinations. Yep. Threats of abandonment. Mm-hmm. Threats of exile. Invalidations, challenges, and preaching. So, like, when that happens to you, how, like, do we have to be devastated by it? No, we yeah. don't. No, we don't. I, I, I think David, our son, is probably in a, I mean, yesterday he did get a little upset with me, but he's really good at being able to say, oh, he's just mad, or oh, it's just, you know, and he's able to not take it quite so personally with me. I have a harder time doing that when someone is upset, and I don't think that, David's any less, or do you think he's less of a people pleaser than me? Yeah. You think so? Because he's a really, I think he's just a really laid back guy to begin with. I don't think he He doesn't take things really that personally. Or maybe uh, he does. No, he definitely gets his feelings hurt, but I don't think he is as messed up or hurt Hmm. by rejection Hmm. or disappointing, where those are your big buttons. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Here's a quote from John Amadeo. Amadeo, I don't know how to pronounce it. As human beings, we affect each other. We're not immune to feeling injured when a friend or loved one sears us with a dismissive comment. But how we relate to our feelings and understand the situation can make the difference between wallowing in misery and moving on. That's what today's about. Mm-hmm. How can you not have to wallow in misery and move on from the hurt that people are inevitably going to heap onto you. I mean, everybody does. Absolutely. I mean, it's a consequence of sin. Our theology would say this world is broken. That's it's right. literally cursed because of sin. Mm-hmm. So things aren't as they are supposed to be. So as much as I might try to pursue right. Christ and be a disciple of Christ, I'm still going to fall flat on my face a whole bunch of times. And so is everybody else. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why we need to walk in forgiveness. Yeah, it is. Because I think that there's some people that don't know that they need f- to be forgiven. Like some people that are like, oh, that's just who I am. I, I I say things, you know, and I say harsh things, but that's just who I am. I'm just, I say, you know, I'm blunt or whatever. Instead of going, well, wait right. a minute, maybe I need to do a little discernment here in yeah. this scenario. Yeah. So if you're, if you're going to have freedom from the hurt that people throw at you, mm-hmm. you have to first remember you don't control other people. Yeah. However, you can control your response or reaction to people. So, you know, it's not, don't, what have I put down here? Don't forget that if someone is mistreating you, it says, oh yeah, this is big. It says a heck of a lot more about that person than it does about you. So there's two things right there to have freedom from hurt. Mm-hmm. Personal responsibility and then acknowledging if someone is being ugly, there's a reason for that. That is so hard for me because I sometimes think that I deserve whatever someone is telling me or saying to me. And sometimes I might legitimately need to be criticized or need to be, um, you know, chat, you know, corrected. But when I do that and it's done in a shaming, belittling, or what were the words that she said, like, um, you character know, the character assassinations and the threat of the a, you know, invalidation yeah. of, you know, of my field, the challenging, the preaching, you know, if someone goes into a, a tirade or a preaching of, well, you're just not a Christian because X, Y, and Z, rah, 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 rah. it's like, wow, that's really getting into that preaching yeah. mode, right? Oh, yeah. You know, there's times in where I do this the worst 
the person. I, I, I don't know. You can totally disagree. Mm-hmm. Well, it's either you or Cole, and I'm pretty sure I am way more preachy to Cole mm-hmm. than I am you. Even though well, I don't know, do I get that preachy with you? I, I think that the you know we always talk about differences in our um, not to bring this totally. Hey, back. I asked you a question. I mean, I think you sometimes have gotten preachy. I was going to try to okay. be preachy. I'm like you. And I totally I'm messed like, it up. And look at me. I'm getting nervous. I don't I even know butt, how to be preachy. I want to button my shirt again. No, but like, so preachy for me is is when you're lecturing and, yes. you know, you won't let it go. And it's like you need to erect a podium and get yes. your. Yes, yes. So I can definitely do that too. Here's kind of the big thing for today is you need to allow yourself the freedom, and that's mm-hmm. what it is. The freedom to release other people. I just use this word recently, working with a couple. And because, you know, one of the things I've struggled with is avoiding. Mm-hmm. And now I know I'm getting also freedom from yeah, that. Unfortunately. <laughs> no, I still avoid, but now I'm also just throwing in escalation mm-hmm. right alongside of it. And the idea of releasing, like, that's one of those big lessons I've been learning where if you had hurt my feelings, Right. Then either I'm catastrophizing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is that now that's my big problem. Or if it is legitimate. Right. Like you yes. really said something mean. And then my feelings are hurt. A lot of times I would just shut down. Mm-hmm. Right. And avoid release to me means that. And if you want freedom from hurt, I need to be able to release and go, hey, I'm OK. Mm-hmm. Amy's OK. Nobody's perfect. I'm releasing her into the arms of Christ and I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to deal with her. And, and, and so I don't reject you. Mm-hmm. I don't shut down. I don't try to punish with avoidance. Releasing is about really honestly just letting go. Well, maybe it's handing over that person mm-hmm. over to the Holy Spirit. Go, yeah. Hey, you're going to do a lot better yes. than me. And being able to do that is a very hard thing and it takes more than one time going through that. And in a way, that's it. We talked about that, I think, a little bit yesterday. When we have a hard time doing it, it's because we need God. Because forgiveness is a piece of our God need, that we need we need forgiveness and we need to give forgiveness. Yeah. And really, that's really what we were talking about. When you talk about releasing something, you're, you're saying, yeah. you know what, instead of holding something over someone's head, I'm releasing that. And so I'm, I'm letting that go. When that's you good. let that that's go, then you're able to say, I am going to, you know, just walk in a freedom with you. It de- Now... People could say, but that, what if someone's really hurt me and I just, you know, they're going to do it again and I'm afraid yeah. they're going to do it again. And and they will. <laughs> what do well, you, like, and that's, I'm telling you, and you and I can sometimes go round and round on this one. So if you want to fight, I'll give one to you on this issue. All right. No, because here's, here's my deal. If you claim to be a disciple of Christ, yeah, I don't need anything from people, places, or things. To be satisfied. You're right. So, so That's I'm, true. I'm, I believe I mean, that. I, and I'm I believe sorry. it. I believe it. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody. But, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's like, if we believe, we believe. And that means that's why the Christian has no quit. That's mm-hmm. why the disciple of Christ can't ever... Now, look, we can say it and think it and, and then get back on track. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you're not going to be perfect with this. But... Ultimately, we cannot land on if this doesn't change, 
Mm-hmm. I can't make it. Mm-hmm. I will never be ha- like we cannot say those things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if the joy of the Lord truly is our strength. If we truly are, if, and that is our freedom. And the Holy Spirit it will empower us to do things that we would not have otherwise been able to do, which yeah. is forgive. And it doesn't mean you know we're going to reconcile or we're going to be buddy buddy with every single person that has abandoned us or, or or abused us or things like that. It's not saying that, but it is saying that I'm going to release them from the justice that I would love to bestow. Yeah, well, or that's I, really God's job. And and I have we have a client, a former client, and that person waited 5, I think 5 years mm-hmm. for their spouse who kind of was a follower of Christ but maybe what mm-hmm. and then kind of just threw everything out. 5 years this person unconditionally loved their spouse and just, you know, got an update that things have radically changed and turned around. And that was my word was, you know, I think with what your spouse was dealing with, that may have been their only hope mm-hmm. would have been to be loved unconditionally for five years when they were behaving terribly. And that stuff, it matters. It, it does. really does. It and, does. And, and, and yeah, and no one lose their head. I'm, Obviously, if someone's in a physically abusive yes. relationship or an emotionally abusive relationship, I'm not saying, yeah, just you know, sit in there and take it. But I, I'm also encouraging you, like, you can call the police. Mm-hmm. You can do a legal separation. Give it time. You know, the average, I think the average person is remarried after divorce within a year. Really? All I'm trying to tell people is, one, you don't need a spouse to be happy. So mm-hmm. if you're divorced and now you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be lonely. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. And that's that is not good thing because that's why we get married so quickly post divorce. Is I don't want, and it's like, no, and no, really, hold on. in a sense, can I just say what they're doing is they're filling again their God shaped hole with somebody else. Yeah, and they're trying to say, I can't be happy unless I'm married, unless I'm being loved. Well, you have love in your life. It's coming from God. You got to embrace that first and be satisfied in that first. Yeah, and there's no, and I, hey, there's no condemnation. No, But, however, I feel like pastors were avoiding these conversations Mm -hmm. because where I'm trying to encourage you is even if you're in that abusive situation or just you divorced because it was just, you know, you 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 were miserable in your relationship. Give it time mm-hmm. because God can still like if you think God's afraid of divorce, you're crazy. Like mm-hmm. God doesn't, He's not afraid of anything. He'll frankly, He'll use anything. He'll use anything. Yeah. So give it time. Mm-hmm. Give the other person time to to get changed. I mean, put up the appropriate boundaries, a hundred percent, actually, which is loving, and then give it time. Yes, because you time. will have freedom from it. Now, when someone hurts you, I kind of alluded to this, but when someone hurts you, there are kinds of, you know, you kind of think about, okay, so wait a minute, maybe I need to maybe take responsibility for something. Well, so you got to think, well, no, huh? Well, this is about in the moment. Yeah. You and I, we talk about timeouts all the time. Mm-hmm. If you want freedom from that hurt, in the moment, pause, mm. take a deep breath, yes, and then start asking yourself some critical questions. I'm telling you, one of the things I think I even, <laughs> I think you and I were kind of hollering at each other the other morning. Hollering. Yeah, I mean that. it wasn't ugly. <laughs> we were hollering because we're from Texas. We yeah, holler. And it was getting. But what was funny is I went in like you know we 
it, it ended fine. And then I went in to, you know, sit down in the morning with my mother. And she's like, you were yelling at your wife. And I go, okay, first of all, because remember my family, no one ever raised their voice ever. And I go, first of all, that wasn't even close to yelling. I go, second of all, I was actually saying really nice things. You remember? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I love you. <laughs> we are going to be okay. I am trying to intentionally do I'm the right thing. I'm trying to help you. Yes. So that's one of the things that I'm starting to say in my head whenever if we're having a negative interaction is I'm first starting instead of and I don't know. I mean I I don't I don't know if I've ever asked you this question. Okay, let's hear it. I don't I might be a little afraid to ask it. It's okay. Well, okay, cuz I can really melt down in my head. Yes. And and just melt down, be negative and critical and okay. I don't know if you do that. I Cuz you're more willing to say whatever's on your yeah, mind. Yeah, I yeah, it's really hard I'm for not. me not to say what's on my head in right. my head. Yeah. But I don't know if you ever really dwell on things in your head. Oh no, I do. Especially you do. oh yeah, no, really? I dwell on well, things that have been said against me. Oh yeah, those words like that's different, criticisms. Though. That's about and, yourself. Do you dwell maybe on me going, ugh, he's such a bleh, and I'm so bleh, bleh, bleh. No, usually yeah, I, I usually the judgments that I have about are about myself. I dwell on those more than the judgments I have about you. Yeah, and I will say that I judge you <laughs> more than I judge myself <laughs> and others, not just you. Really? It's a problem I have, I just 100%. think, yeah, I just so think about those things, yeah. I'm starting... In those moments, like the other morning, I'm trying in my brain to go, dude, this person across from you loves you. Yeah, she that loves would be huge. Jesus. She's not a demonic being. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Yes. I thought I'd get a bigger Thanks. reaction. You didn't react at all. No. That yeah, made I, it I'm, I appreciate not being a demonic being. Yeah. Thank you. And, and she loves you. You love her. We love Jesus. So let's start, like, start backing up here, buddy. Mm-hmm. And, and then take that breath. So you want to pause because you can answer or ask questions like, man, I wonder what just happened. Mm-hmm. You know, clearly I triggered something. Mm-hmm. What might it be? You could even pray, Lord, is there something I need to be aware of in this moment? Is there something I need to take responsibility for? Man. That's an intentional pause. That is huge. Yes. Because these thoughts are going to, they could probably lead you to an apology or, mm-hmm. or taking responsibility. And the next thing you know, if you're answering those things honestly, you might be going, hey, you're right. I blew it. I never should have said that. Or I went, I totally overreacted. Or I've been completely, whatever it is. Why? Oh, no. I oh, just, I thought you were smirking. It was smirking. so funny. I The reason why I'm smirking, it's so funny. I cannot hide my emotions from you. No. I mean, like, so I, I was in my brain. I was trying to go back to that conversation that we were hollering at each other, and I couldn't remember what it was. Has that not happened to you before? Yeah. yeah I'm sure that there are lots of people that that's happened. I'm going, what was that? What was that? And I then I remembered what it was. It was about taking pictures, right? And yeah. you, yes. Now, I, so that's what that was about. Yeah, because you were excited about taking pictures, and I was stressed, and well, so I, I that totally would be a positive thing. <laughs> but I adding one more thing to my plate right now was like, which I did not know. Yeah. Do we, are we going back there? No, I. We don't I'm have to kidding. go back there. I'm just kidding. saying. But yes. So being able to, and what I love about what you were just talking about is that. You, we talk about the four risk factors and we talk about negative beliefs. And really what you're doing is that pause, you are taking a step back and you're saying, how can I replace this with a positive belief versus confirming a negative belief? Right. 
And and some of this, I will say, as you're talking also, we trust each other. We've had almost 24 years of being able to trust that God is faithful. You're right. God, you have brought us through a lot of ugly arguments and a lot of things that have been, you know, and guess what? We're still here. Amy's still pursuing you, and I'm still pursuing you. And so, what? What are you? I'm so sorry. I almost said something inappropriate. What was it? What's one of my favorite lines from my favorite Christmas movie, which is Christmas Vacation? You'll shoot your eye out? No, what? I don't know. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? I don't know. Chevy Chase? I know the movie. I don't know the line. Remember when his cousin shows up? And he's outside his oh, home, the something's and the pooper's full. full but the he didn't pooper, say pooper. Yeah, the pooper's full. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I was going to say, we've gone through the pooper. We've so gone through the pooper. Years. And you're right. And we have, yeah. <laughs> pooper's full, Clark. <laughs> pooper is full, yes. All right. Another thing you can ask yourself if you want freedom from hurt is you might need to realize and think that your lover, your friend, a family member, maybe they've had a bad day. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're treating you poorly because they're feeling poorly about childhood hurt and trauma. And Something's it's gotten It's not triggered. always about me. Exactly. When someone's being ugly towards me. Sometimes it could be. It doesn't mean I deserve it. Mm-hmm. But there's other times where it's not even about me. And that's yet another way, I think, in that pause that you can release it and go, hey. Absolutely. And, and I'm telling you, and I tell people this all the time, I prefer especially strangers well not strange but like people that aren't necessarily super close but when someone's being ugly or unhealthy i'm almost like thank you now i know this ain't about me <laughs> so i am free <laughs> the bigger the reaction you're like well clearly this yeah. is not about me you have problems but you know what and i was actually you know talking to a friend about something like that and this person was just coming on and just p- putting some pooper on yeah. her and that did not deserve it. And it was, she was talking about somebody else and it just kept coming on. And, and I was like, clearly this is not about you or even that other person. Clearly God is wanting to deal. And when you want to put the stuff on other people, I think being able to take responsibility is thing to being able to say what, what part of this, if I'm raising a problem and I don't have a solution or I, if I'm raising a criticism and I, if I'm shaming, if I'm preaching and I'm not willing to do anything different, because if you're just going to preach, guess what? Nobody wants to hear you preach. Nobody wants to hear you preach. They want to hear you live it. Walk it. So if you're raising an issue, guess what? Better have a plan. God's leading you to to uh, to maybe say, you know what? I really think this da 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 da. God will also lead you to being a part of the solution. And if you're not a part of the solution, guess what? You might need to check your spirit. Yeah. And so we're about to get to the distraction of the day reveal. Okay. But I want to read a summary. Okay. This is from the guy. (laughs) Dang. I didn't put his name again down there. The John Amadeo. Amadeo. Yes, Amadeo. Right. So John writes, backing off from blaming ourselves or our partner gives us some space from a situation. We listen openly and non-defensively without taking it so personally. We maintain our boundaries rather than immediately sink into a shame pit or react in a defensive snarky way. We hold our own feelings and their feelings with more spaciousness while exploring together what just happened. 
love that. That's good, so huh? good. And you can honestly, I think you can't do that unless you really are in Christ. Yeah. I'm to be honest. Well, Your selfishness and pride and all that. The rain and sun falls on everybody. But well, I, I'm just saying it's going to be real hard. Yeah. Because you need to have something bigger than you that's empowering you to do that. All right. The distraction of the day. Okay. I asked you at the okay. beginning of the show. Oh, yeah. What is the worst We're, thing that a mother-in-law could do for a family Christmas party that she's invited everybody to? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Have everybody clean? I don't know. Here it is. Mother-in-law called out for wanting to charge family no! $21 <laughs> each for Christmas meal. <laughs> Fox News 11. Oh, my D. I don't even know where they're from, but Fox News 11, a woman posted on the discussion board that her mother-in-law is charging guests for Christmas lunch. For the the family. Yeah. That is hilarious. So apparently this husband and wife, the husband actually was going, that's his, obviously, that's his mother. He was going there, and then she was going actually to her family's. And now the husband's like, my mom is charging $21. No way. I might just come with you guys because something that just doesn't feel right. Okay, that's inappropriate, and you should not do that. Can I just like right. underline that? That's what yeah. I thought. That's kind of like putting um, putting on a child's um, birthday invitation that they want cash. I wouldn't oh, know who would do that. that and that's was dirty. really inappropriate that was as well. Very to dirty. do for a, a child's like seventh birthday? Yeah. You do not want to go there. I'm disappointed in you. And so we're going to go out to this song. The best Christmas songs. Listen to it now. Christmas is my favorite Christmas time of.